welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in and listening each week for being here. If you are new, welcome. I invite you to pour yourself a cup of tea, settle in, maybe even just take me with you on your walk. The intention of this podcast is for us to just have conversations that remind you that you aren't alone. We're on this journey together. And it bears repeating because we need to hear it. We are in this together. And what's unique about this podcast is it's not just a podcast. There is also a corresponding community place called Soul Circle Community. And it happens off social media. It's a beautiful place for you to connect with like-minded, creative hearts, a place for you to show up exactly as you are and be fully embraced and loved. And there are weekly questions. There are what I like to call secret missions, little things to kind of nudge you outside of your comfort zone. And we're there every day. And I would absolutely love it if you popped on by and introduce yourself because we need one another. And that space really gives us a platform to connect, to start our conversations here and then just continue them. And just what a precious gift it really, really is. All right. Now for this week on the podcast, I'm not sure where you're listening from because I know we have listeners from all over the world, which is absolutely amazing and incredible that technology brings us together in this way. But I'm in New Jersey here in the Northeast and spring is arriving. And I want to kind of talk about how we emerge out of winter and step into spring or just kind of emerging out of any kind of darker time you might be in and stepping into the light. Here the trees are starting to bloom. I love just seeing like their little tiny buds and it happens so fast. It's like you blink and all of a sudden it's there. The daffodils are popping up. Also, you're seeing tulips and the birds. Oh my goodness. Every morning, I just hear the birds chirping and it's like they're singing me a song. Like I absolutely love it. For me, this is a really refreshing time of year. But let's just take a moment to reflect back on winter because we go through winter every year, right? Like we know it's coming. We know what to expect. Gosh, this past one was really, really hard. Was it hard for you too? Like, how did you feel navigating this past winter? We weren't able to do the normal things we like to do, right? Like you couldn't go out to a restaurant in just your normal casual way that (laughs) you would love to. Or even like spending time with friends and family in your home. That was rare, you know, not really possible to do. Even the holidays look so, so different from what they normally do. And it was hard. It felt really isolating for me, you know, to not be able to just invite family and friends over, to just hang out and chat. Like I miss that so much. To not be able to spend Christmas the way we normally spend Christmas. Like I think there's some family members I haven't seen in over a year. And it just blows my mind that like this is sort of the world that we're living in now. And so that really isolating feeling was hard, hard, hard. I know that there were days when I didn't even step outside, you know, normally, you know, when I had to work in the office, I would step outside to at least go to my car and drive to work, but no, still I'm working from home. So I would just walk downstairs and that's it. 
I see outside and it looked really cold. And so I didn't want to go out. And so that isolation just really started to bring me down. And also the darkness. For me, just when it starts to get dark around like four, five o'clock, like, oh, I just find it so depressing. All I want to do is like curl up under my blanket and stay there for the rest of the night. Like there's no desire to be creative, to kind of do the things I love to do because I'm just in this kind of gloomy funk. Did you feel that? Did you feel how hard this past winter was? One thing I am beyond, beyond grateful for is Zoom, you know, and being able to connect with community and people through that platform, being able to see people, hear people. Tara and I did uh, Qigong classes together and they saved me. Like learning that practice was an absolute lifesaver. And the community of people that showed up for it, oh, they just helped to like breathe fresh air into me when I wasn't feeling like I could do it myself. And then every Monday night, the writing class, oh, my heart, I just absolutely adore that class. And the way that complete strangers will show up and just share their hearts and pour it out into their writing and be willing to be vulnerable with one another. We need that, you know? That really is what helps us to see that we aren't alone, that we all go through these emotions, these feelings, these ups and these downs. And it's okay to feel all of it. We have to feel all of it. That's all part of life. And then over the winter, I also had weekly art journaling classes. I'm unable to do them right now, hoping to get them back on the calendar soon. But, oh, it was just so much fun to see people's creativity. And if I didn't have that class, I know I wouldn't pick up my journal and create in it. Because since I have stopped having the class, like I haven't picked up my journal, you know? That Thursday night time like really forced me to be like, oh, you need to kind of do a little creative something for yourself. Even if you weren't feeling it, even if you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like I would start cutting things out of magazines and start kind of like finding my way to creativity. And so I'm so grateful that I had that because had I not had the spaces to show up into, I know the winter would have been a lot more dark, a lot more isolating. So those things really, really helped me through, as well as the Soul Circle community, just having that to go to every day, to see people's stories, to see the things that they post, the things that they share. Oh, we need that. Like, we absolutely need that. But now, now is like my favorite time of year, right? We change the clocks. And for me, that feels like New Year's Eve. Like, it's like the most exciting day of the year, because it just means more light is coming. And just even if it was still cold, like just having more light completely alters and changes my mood. And I don't know. Do you feel that too? Do you find that the light kind of helps you shift your mood? And if you don't have these dark winters like we do, maybe you're like, no, I don't understand. But here, you know, the cold, the dark, it really does bring me down. So when spring comes, it's just this amazingness feeling inside me. That it's like a whole refresh of energy where I just feel like the light is inviting me outside. It's inviting me to just breathe in the fresh air, to slow things down, to step outside because I am an outside person for sure, you know? 
You will find me every day outside. I won't even have shoes on. I just want to be outside in the grass, just enjoying the sunshine. And I chase the sun. Like if it starts to get a little shady in an area, I'll move my chair to wherever the sun is. And so now that spring is here, I really feel this emerging, the shedding of the heaviness that winter kind of carried with it. And I want to embrace that shedding and embrace finding my way into that light. Finding my way to where I want to really, truly stand and feel good, you know? And so for spring, and I love to do this every year, I love to set intentions. Like, what do I, what do I want it to look like for me? What do I want it to feel? And that for me, um, one of my intentions for sure is being in nature, getting outside. I need that for myself. It just, it fills me up. It brings me joy. And also spending time with loved ones. Now that the cold is gone, we're able to gather outside. And because of the virus and the restrictions and everything, you know, like we didn't really do that during the winter. And gosh, I missed it. But now to just have people in my backyard, to gather around the fire pit, to just be able to laugh together, to actually see my brother's faces in person, you know, to spend time with my nieces and nephews. I just, I'm so looking forward to that. And my third intention is to just really slow down and appreciate. Because so often we're like jumping from one thing to the next, right? Feeling like we have to be productive, feeling like we have to be doing something. But no, like we can just go slow. We can go slow. We can appreciate the tiniest of little things. Like sitting outside and watching the birds come to my bird feeder. That brings me so much joy. And it's such a tiny, small thing. And so I really want to be intentional about not thinking that I need to be somewhere else, need to be doing something else, taking care of something. No, just being wherever you are, whatever that looks like for you. And I also want to move my body more outdoors. I am just drawn to being outside, if you can tell. And the beautiful benefit of last year and being able to work from home over the spring and summertime was that in the morning before I started work, I would pull my yoga mat outside. I would pull my weights outside and I started just doing my exercise in the fresh air. And what a difference that was to do that, you know, to be watching the sun come up, to be hearing the birds, to watch them at the feeder all while I'm working out like, oh, it just changes everything that you're doing. It just shifts my mindset. And then getting back into running, because I'm not a big fan of running in the cold, <laughs> you know, just not really for me. So I'm really looking forward to doing those things. And when I think about this kind of emerging and emerging into not only the springtime, but into getting more in tune with who I am, I think about ways where we can really just slow down for a minute, right? Like the winter made us kind of hunker in, made us maybe reflect, but at the same time, you don't have that same kind of drive and motivation that you might have during the warmer, sunnier months. And I know for me personally, like in the winter, there's just, you know, there's a slowness to it where it's more about like tending than it is about like unearthing what really is inside me. And so now it's time for that unearthing, 
for that nurturing, for that knowing that like it is time for all of us to stand in our own unique, beautiful, radiant light. Whatever that looks like or feels like for you, like you deserve to stand in it. You deserve to be in it. You deserve to like fully feel comfortable and confident in it. And whatever, whatever, whatever that is. And what's beautiful is that's going to look absolutely different for every single one of us. And for me, a lot of my unearthing I find in this phase of my life is really stepping into teaching, really stepping into being in that spot that I knew I always wanted to be in, but like never, I don't know, just never felt like it was right for me. And it's not that it wasn't right. I just never felt the confidence in myself to do it. And this past year really gave me an opportunity to venture out, to try it on for size, to see if actually teaching and guiding others was something that I always felt in my heart as a true calling. But now was it something that I could really do? Could I really show up in it? And gosh, I had been drawn to teaching ever since I was small. You know, I remember getting this really awesome teacher's kit for Christmas one year and it had a little bell. It had report cards and stickers. It had little assignments to give out, you know, and of course I tried to have my brother sit down and be my students, (laughs) but it ended up probably being my stuffed animals because they wouldn't sit for so long. But I loved it. I was in this imaginary world of teaching. And then from there, I actually had worked in a daycare center for a few years with three-year-olds. I loved it, loved everything about it. But then when it came time for like my own education, I started kind of going to school for teaching and then I shifted over to literature and then I ended up with um, a degree in liberal arts. Like I didn't finish out the teaching degree. And so I always felt like that was something that was holding me back. Like, because I didn't have that formal degree, like, what could I possibly provide to others? What could I possibly give? And now as I'm in this unearthing phase, I'm starting to see what I can give. What I do have in me to share, ways that I do shine and have a unique gift that I can give. And that's what I hope for you in this time of spring, in this time of unearthing, to really pull out what is your unique gift? What do you want to do and feel comfortable and confident doing it? And let me tell you, when I first started teaching, this past year on Zoom, like I didn't start comfortable and confident. It took time. It takes time for us to kind of move through, to see what works, to tune into even like our own skill set and our own skills that we might not even knew that we had until all of a sudden we start doing it and people reflect it back to you. But there were times when I totally stumbled, when I wasn't sure what I was doing, when I probably started a sentence and stopped midway because I didn't know what I was saying because I'm very much like a preparer right like if I had to give a presentation at work like I literally write down like everything I'm going to say that way at least I know like where am I going with this what am I going to do and then I'll call that down into notes that I can bring up with me but like I feel like I know where I'm going and so I felt like I had to be really prepared showing up for teaching like knowing exactly what I was going to say knowing what I was going to share And absolutely, I had to do that in the beginning, because if I didn't, I would have 
lost myself. I would have lost my place. I would have been too nervous to not realize like what I was saying or where I was going. And now as time has gone by, I'm able to be more in the moment. And I definitely still prepare, but it's not that word for word preparing. It's really more of a general preparing. And it feels great to like see how much I have grown, to see the ways that I've kind of shifted and become. And what's that for you? Like, what is your thing that you want to grow into? What is your thing that you want to try? But maybe you're terrified right now, right? Like maybe even the thought of putting it out there, you're like, yikes. Because we're, we're scared if it actually works, right? Because then we actually have to show up and do it. <laughs> it's so much easier to just talk about like, oh, I want to do this. I would love to do this. But then to actually do it and to have it work, now you got to follow through. And gosh, can I tell you, I'm struggling with the follow through sometimes, right? It almost feels like you're thrown into the spotlight a little. But really, it's what you wanted, right? It's the dream you've been cultivating. It's the thing you've been tending to. It's really what you wanted. So how do you comfortably stand in that light? And it's only by showing up. It's only by standing deep in that discomfort and knowing that you're going to make it through. And that when you're just true to yourself, when you listen to your heart, when you take that next right step that feels right for you, you find your way. And of course, there's going to be stumbles. There's going to be falls. But that doesn't mean you're not making progress. That doesn't mean you're not learning and growing and becoming. And maybe the path that you thought you want to go down ends up not being the path you really wanted to be on, but something totally new and amazing and beautiful opens up to you. That's what we're here for. That's what we're trying to tune into. And that's what spring feels like to me. This kind of fresh canvas. And there's this resiliency. Because you see it, right? Like all winter, the trees were bare. The branches were bare. But now the leaves are, are starting to bud. Slowly you see things coming back to life. Just like the daffodils. Like where do they even come from? I have seen daffodils in the wildest of places. And you're like, how, how are you even here? And how do you come back year after year in this crazy spot? It's resiliency. And it's, a, it's also knowing that like you need that time to kind of lay dormant, right? And that's what winter is. You need that time of rest. You need that time of reflection. So that you can show up in spring ready to bloom. Ready to unearth. Ready to become whatever it is. You want to become. Last year, we went to this beautiful flower garden in South Jersey somewhere. And they just had rows and rows and rows of sunflowers. And oh my gosh, it was spectacular. And then they had like all these other flowers. And there is also a season there. We didn't make it in time for it. But when there's just tulips, like of every single color and assortment. And so we bought um, a bunch of bulbs and we're like, let's try to, you know, grow them. So last year I was digging in the ground, you know, planting each bulb. And the, the ground here in our yard is a little hard. So it was like kind of rough to kind of get them in. And I'm thinking there's no way that they're going to actually grow. And I actually forgot about them, you know, like I did it so long ago. It's something you do and you're like, oh, I don't know. 
And now, like you see the little leaves coming out, you know, they're popping up from the ground. From this tiny bulb is now emerging this flower. And you know, when it grows, the deer will probably eat it in two seconds. <laughs> but still, just to watch it grow is, is amazing to me. And it just shows that we can continue growing. We can continue becoming. But we need to tend to ourselves. We need to tune in. To really listen and not listen to those outside voices that tell you who you should be or what you should be doing or what you should be following or listening to or any of that. No, it's all you, all you, every, every single thing of it is you. I know like we will look at social media, right? Or we'll look at something in a magazine or something we see on TV and we think, Oh, I should be doing that. I should be um, further ahead by now. I should have done so much more. No, like we're going to stop the judgments. We're going to stop the criticism. We are our own harshest critics. It's time to just place that down and be. And to be really intentional about what you want to do with your time, what you want to do with yourself, with the people around you. And I think that's what really this past year of living through the pandemic has really, really shown me is that we only have so many hours in the day. And when we have that time, but then we're restricted to like what we're able to do, you can come up with like these crazy ways to find the ability to connect, right? I even um, like saw my cousins more this past year because we were doing game nights over Zoom. That we never would have done had it not been a pandemic. You know, we would have just seen each other every once in a while. But it really pushed us to just find new ways to do things, to find new ways to connect with one another, and also to find within yourself what's really important to you. What do you need to fill your well? For me, it's definitely being outside in nature. That's probably my number one. Like, I need to be able to be outside. And then being able to spend time with the people I love, even if we have to stand far apart, right? Even if we have to be outside bundled up, but being able to see one another, being able to smile and laugh with each other. And another thing that absolutely fills my well is just taking time in the morning for me, coming in to front of my altar and writing and pulling cards. Like those are very grounding things for me that really help set the tone for my day. And as we step into this new season, it comes with this new lightness because the light shifts. The light that enters above my altar window now is different than it was in the winter. And I just appreciate the way things change, the way things evolve, the way things become. They don't stay the same forever, you know? It's that reminder of that constant shifting, that constant growing. And knowing that, like, I need to be fluid. I, need, I can't clench onto things, ideas, or anything too tightly. Because what does that do for you, right? Like, if you think about it, if you're just clenching and clenching, your neck muscles become tight. You feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. You're just holding something so, so tight. You're not even enjoying it. And let's open up a little. 
You know, let's just breathe in some air, allow some space into your chest to open and feel it all. And know that things will shift, things will change. And if you can be fluid with them and kind of go where they go, see what's out there, you know? One thing I am absolutely looking forward to this spring is getting on my bike and exploring again. There are so many new roads near me that I have not gone down. And I'm looking forward to seeing what's around the corner, you know? What is up that hill and to the left? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. And so really staying curious, really staying open. Watching like the change of the seasons and the way that the plants are coming and the birds are coming and all that. Like I have this enormous curiosity for like what's going to happen next, you know? When will the, the blooms on the front on the tree in my front yard start to change? I don't know, you know, but let me check every single day to see if something has happened. And it's staying in that curiosity. And spring also, I feel, invites the playfulness, you know, breaking out that sidewalk chalk and those bubbles. Why not? Going out and buying yourself some silly string and just having a crazy silly string fight with someone. Why not? After that hard, hard winter, it's really time to just break out and have some fun. Have some crazy, wild laughs that just make you have tears pouring down your eyes. And again, not caring about what people think, just doing whatever it is that brings you joy. Just saying it makes me smile, right? Like, don't you want to feel that joy? So here we are. Stepping into this new season in the Northeast, and maybe for you, the season is totally, totally different. And even if it is, each day we're stepping into something new, right? And we have this opportunity, this kind of blank, fresh slate every day to begin again. And we can choose how we show up. We can choose the energy we're carrying with us into a room. We can choose who we're going to connect with, who we're going to spend our time with. And who or what we might kind of want to step away from. Because that's important too, because that stepping away, that letting go, it clears the space. It allows you to find a place that just fills you with joy, fills your well with so much goodness. And so as you step into this next brand new day, this next phase of your life, this next season, What do you want to invite in? What do you want to be surrounded by? How do you want to feel? We're going to dig into that this week as our writing prompt. And if you are new here, each week after, um, towards the end of the podcast, I love to give a writing prompt because I am a passionate writer and I feel like the page just has this ability to hold our heart, hold our spirit, hold anything that we throw at it. And it gives us a place to process, a place to unfold into. And so I highly encourage you to take these prompts and just spend a few minutes on them. Like it doesn't have to be hours. No, you know, maybe you just write down a few lines, but get something onto the page because that process of even just holding that pen in your hand and allowing the words to come out, there's, there's magic that's happening there. So really allow yourself that permission to show up to the page and allow whatever spills out to spill out. 
And so for this week, we're going to dive into those intentions for this new season, for this new beginning, this new next day. And I invite you to just think of maybe, you know, three or four intentions of things that you want to invite in as you step into this new season and list them out, you know, and be very specific. Like, what are you inviting in? For me, I am inviting in that slow, gentle peacefulness where I'm just intentional in where I'm just doing things intentionally, not rushing through, but being present with them, appreciating them. What about you? What do you want to invite in to spring? I also want to invite joy and laughter and just like that giddiness for sure, that play, that spirit, that fun, that just, oh, that goodness that makes you smile from ear to ear. And take a few minutes with this. Don't rush through it. Allow yourself to really think about what you want to invite in and how you want to feel. Because that how you want to feel part, we usually kind of glaze over real fast, right? And we don't give ourselves much time to really sink into it. But how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel joy? ease, calm, or maybe excited. Like, what is it? And what's beautiful is for each of us, it's going to look different, but we'll all be able to see what we all want to invite in, see what we're looking to unfold and do and share it in the community space because that is where we have this opportunity to really connect with each other, to see how alike we all truly are. You know, at the core, we're all human. Feeling all the emotions, and we are in this together. Please don't forget that. You are never alone. I am right here next to you. I am in the community space, ready to hold your hand. And we're going to laugh, we're going to play, we're going to cry, we're going to do all of it together because we need one another. So pop on over to the community space, say hello. If you know someone who enjoyed this podcast, please share it with them. And also, you can find me on Instagram, jbeltoff, or you can also pop on over to my website and find all sorts of fun projects and events that are happening there, like the Love Notes Project, the Love Notes Fairies Project. There's so much goodness and so many ways for us to connect. And I just look forward to getting to know you more. I will be back next week with a new episode, and I look forward to chatting with you then. We'll talk soon. 